This is Liz Scafidi at UN News. Here at UN News, we do try to avoid overloading you with too many facts and figures, but here's one that's worth remembering. The Human Rights Council has reached an historic milestone of convening this week for its 50th session. The world's preeminent forum for discussing rights issues of concern was created by the UN General Assembly back in 2006. Fast forward to today, and for the current president of the General Assembly, Abdullah Shahid, the Human Rights Council's recently adopted resolutions on human rights and climate change have a personal significance, as he explains to Dominika Tamashevaska Mortimer. Today, addressing the 50th session of the Human Rights Council, especially when it is focused on climate change, on a personal level, it was very significant for me, because 14 years back, in 2008, as Foreign Minister of Maldives, I raised the human dimension of climate change at the Human Rights Council, and I remember that day very clearly. The amount of support that was expressed on the issue, but also the amount of skepticism that came out of the issue when it was raised. I was met by individual ambassadors after my speech on human dimension of climate change, and they were not very uh, hopeful of achieving it. Yes, it has taken 14 years to have a special rapporteur on climate change. But it is satisfying to see that finally the international community has recognized the human dimension of climate change and that at the center of climate change is the person. It's human. This has, of course, an economic and scientific matters. But at the core of the entire debate are people. And they will be suffering, and they are suffering my home country, the Maldives, and many, many other small island states in the world. Uh, we wake up fearing that we will be drowned. We go to sleep fearing we will be drowned. Unless humanity comes to rescue. What keeps us going is hope. We still continue to hope that the goodness of humankind will save the world. Today, we are not seeing only the small island countries suffering. Everyone is suffering. The glaciers are melting. Forest fires are raging. Storms are becoming more and more severe. And we are seeing flooding in Europe and many other places where we have never seen it. So it is very, very clear today that humanity, the humankind is at risk, not only the low-lying island states and its population. Thank you. So you just spoke about the need for humankind to mobilize. And in fact, the most vulnerable countries are really struggling to find the resources to mitigate the impact of climate change. And the Secretary General has called many times for international solidarity on this matter. How should the world help these countries, help the small island states, to create the fiscal space necessary to support them in building the climate resilience? Are we doing enough right now? What is the progress on this? Not enough. Not enough at all. When we compare these small island states, the SIDS and the rest of the world, we have nothing. We did not contribute to climate change. We do not have the resources to adapt or mitigate. We do neither have the higher ground to move up. So we have nothing. Unless the international community delivers on the 100 billion that was promised, unless the international community honors the 1.5 degree pledge, we are not going to get there. And when we talk about 2030, it may sound a period of time, but mathematically speaking, it's 90 months. We only have 90 months for the small island development states 
and the international community better deliver on the commitments. That's a strong call to urgent action. Exactly 30 years ago, you were a young delegate attending the Rio summit. And we realize now that 30 years later, the world still hasn't managed to mend its relationship with nature. So how do you remain hopeful on our ability to mobilize for serious and significant climate action through global cooperation? Since the 30 years from Rio, it has not only been my hair that has been going. The small island states have been losing their beaches and their islands as well. But still, we are hopeful that the international community will come together, deliver, and in the goodness of humanity, we will be able to survive and save our countries with the rest of the world.